0: Welcome to Ducks and Pucks. This is your host, Mike Walters, along with my co-host, Eddie Jones. We have a special show for you today. We're going to be doing our podcast. It's going to be a playoff edition. Um, We're going to go over some of the other series that are going on uh, around the league and discuss them briefly. Um, Eddie and I will give you our picks and analysis of those uh, matchups. And then, of course, we'll go into depth with our matchup against the uh, Winnipeg Jets coming up here. Um, And, uh, you know, the Ducks uh, got the first seed as well, uh, clinched it against Arizona, Eddie. Um, and it was a good start, you know. At least uh, we wanted a win going into the playoffs, so uh, it was good to see the Ducks uh, get that win over uh, the Arizona Coyotes.
1: Yeah, you know, it was a it was a you know two win win against one of the worst teams of the league, but it was all in all a pretty strong game. You know, outshot them heavily. Uh, they got a good performance from Mike Smith, which is something they haven't seen all season. And you no, know, I think it was a good good nice win. So everybody played pretty well. Nobody, you know, Anderson had a strong game and. He's going to need that going to the playoffs. Big confidence booster, especially for the team after that, uh, you know, that big disappointing four nothing loss to the to the Dallas Stars. So, uh, I think it's a, a good win and and a, you know a big confidence booster for the playoffs.
0: Yeah, and that's what we talked about. We needed to get that win. You know, uh, we had put up the playoff scenarios um, uh, just a couple days before that because obviously St. Louis was playing early in the morning. Uh, they ended up winning in regulation, so the Ducks had to win in regulation because of the uh, the tiebreaker, uh, which we had discussed before, is the ROW or is the uh, the regulation and overtime wins. Um, that's what the league uses when two teams have the same amount of points at the end of the season, at least for the first tiebreaker. So the Ducks earned that and got the first seed. Um, and uh, we're going to cover the whole series here uh, with them and the Jets in a minute, but we're going to take a, a second here and just uh, look at some of the other matchups around the league. We'll, we'll start with the East. Um, first up, we've got uh, Montreal and uh, Ottawa, Eddie. This one's going to be, uh, you know, I think a tight series. You got uh, Price against Hammond. Uh, you know a little bit more about the uh, the Eastern teams with where you're at. What, what's your take on uh, this series?
1: Yeah, I, you know, I think the media's playing up uh, Ottawa's run to the playoffs as a you know, as they're a stronger team than they really are. You know, obviously it was a, a extraordinary run. I believe they're 14 points out in February and. They won 21 of their last 27 games uh, to get into the playoffs, and but I, you know, I don't. I, there, that doesn't mean they're still a good team. Uh, you know, Hammond has the the best record uh, in the final quarter of the season. He's got a 1.79 goals against average, 0.941 save percentage, and he had a record of 20 uh, 20 wins, one loss, and two overtime uh, shootout losses. So, you know, that that's obviously a great record. He's the main reason they're in the playoffs, but you no, know, a, a lot of people are saying the same thing about Minnesota with Dubnik is, is really can can Hammond continue into the playoffs and, and carry them through and I just I, I don't see it happening you know it's his first playoff experience with a team that's relatively young and, and first playoff experience for many of them and you know, you're going against a guy like Carey Price he's got to go head-to-head against Carey Price and you, know, you look at Ottawa too um, being 3-1-0 against the Montreal Canadiens this season and you know, it, it's gonna be a hard one. It's gonna be a tough one. You know, there's there's a lot of key guys that uh, Montreal's gonna to have to get scoring some goals. Patch, Reddy, and Placanic and, and you know, Galchenyuk, Gallagher. Those guys are gonna to have to get scoring for them if they want to win. And you know, Ottawa's got the same thing. Bobby Ryan, obviously, remember him when he used to play for the Ducks, and Mark Stone, who's been really good for them this season. Cal Terris, you know, Hoffman. Those are gonna be guys who are gonna get going for them. And you know, obviously, on, on the the blue line, the big battle between uh, Subban and and Carlson is gonna be big. And you know, I, I think uh, if you look at it, though, you it come down to the, the key players for each team are, are going to be the goalies, and it's going to be if, if Hammer can t- continue what he's doing, and, and obviously Price is, so, you know, we're pretty sure he's going to continue playing the way he's played all season. It's going to really come down to who can score more goals, and I think you know it's going to be a closer series than, than people think, but I think Montreal is going to come out you know, with the, a win in either six or seven.
0: Yeah, I agree with you, Eddie. I think this series will come down to six or seven games, and I think the goalie situation is going to be key. Like you said, uh, Hammond coming in, you know, obviously playing well down the stretch, um, you know, all the, the media attention and we all the stuff about the hamburgers and all this stuff, and um, you know, there's a lot of hype around Ottawa, and a lot of people are big on Ottawa, especially you know the media up where you're at. From what you've told me, is, is big on them um, in this Canadian series, basically. But uh, I, I think you know, Montreal um, was so close last year. You know, they got they got to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals and lost to New York, um, even not at 100%. You know, with the team that they had last year. So I, I think that they're going to take out Ottawa, and I agree with you. I think it's going to be um, six or seven games. Um, so that's, that's what you and I agree on this one and, uh, we'll see what happens, but that's how it looks. Um, the, uh, the next matchup we have is, uh, Tampa Bay and Detroit. Um, and this one, I'm leaning more towards, uh, Tampa Bay. Eddie, uh, Detroit's got some, some serious injuries, uh, with Cole and Advocator out, you know, Ablocator's our, our favorite uh, player in Detroit for all of you that remember from two years ago um in the playoffs when we play them but uh I, i'm going with tampa bay in this one um i think they're going to take out detroit eddie
1: yeah and no it, it's hard to go against you know one of the top scoring teams in the league and uh, against a team who've lately had some goaltending issues with uh, jimmy howard coming back and, and not being as strong as he was and and Marazic either playing really really good or really really bad know it, it's hard to to go against a, a team like this and you know a team that scores all, so many goals especially if they get a lead you know they're not going to relinquish it and if your goaltenders aren't firing on all cylinders it's going to be hard for them and i think it's going to be a relatively easy series for for the tampa bay you know it's it's hard to to bet against the red wings but you know i i think tampa bay is just too strong this year they got one of the best lines in the league uh in in johnson kucherov and palat and obviously one of the best players as well, and, and Steven Stamkos. And I think, um, you know, Victor Hedman coming back and being healthy, and you know, Callahan playing good too, and, and Ben Bishop playing strong. I think they're just going to be too much. I think they they scored too many goals, and, you know, they've got a very good goaltender and, and good on defense. I think they're just going to be too much for, for the Red Wings. And, you know, and, and I think the key for the Red Wings, again, is, you know, the key always really comes down to goaltending for them. But I think they got to find a, a goalie and get them hot. It's going to have to be or it's gonna to have to be um, uh, Howard to get to you know to really pull them through the series. But um, I have got uh Tampa Bay winning in, in probably five. But if you know Datsuk and Zetterberg can steal a couple games, maybe six.
0: Yeah, I agree with you there. I think uh, Datsuk and Zetterberg are really gonna to have to pick up the slack. I mean, if they're if um, Howard's able to slow down Tampa Bay on the scoring, then you know maybe they do have a chance. But I think I think you're right. I I think it's uh it's gonna to be too much for those two. To really, you know, go against um, Tampa Bay and pull it out, i I'm, I believe the same as you. I think Tampa Bay wins this one in uh, five or six. Um, so we, uh, you know, agree on the first two here, and then uh, the next uh, series we got uh, is the Rangers against another uh, injury-ridden team. You know, uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins with Letang Le out for the season. Um, this is really going to be a tough one for Pittsburgh. Eddie, uh, some of you know, I, I actually do like the Penguins, but, uh, uh, as a team, but they're, I think that they're, they may get knocked out. I I don't want to say four games and be too overconfident, but I think Pittsburgh is going to go down. Um, you know, they really struggled down the stretch. Um, didn't really show me much of anything um, going into the series, and, and New York's speed, and you know we saw that in the game against the Ducks. I, I really think New York's going to take it to uh, Pittsburgh in this series, Eddie.
1: Yeah, I you know it, it's it's hard to to bet against the Rangers, especially with the the Penguins having only um, Martin Lovejoy and Scuderi as regulars on, on defense, and then you've got. Uh, Ian Cole and Taylor Chorney is the, the other five and only playing with five defensemen. Uh, Craig Adams is actually playing as their their sixth defenseman right now and you know it, it, it's tough for them. It, it's They're coming against one of the hottest teams in the league, one of the best teams in the league and you know like you mentioned especially when we saw when we played them, the, one of the fastest teams in the league too and you, know, you, guys, you got guys like Rick Nash playing well and, and Marty St. Louis hopefully going to be back. Derek Stepan, Broussard and you know pick your poison with Lundquist and Talbot and that and you know picking up Yandel and McDonough on defense I think there's just too much to deal with and and there's too many injuries to deal with specifically for the Penguins you know obviously even having Dupuy out on forward is going to be a problem for them and you know Sidney Crosby and Malkin being some of the best players in the league I, I think you know to rely on them for the whole series is going to be too much and you know, we've seen some flurry struggles in the last few seasons and uh, the the only way they get through here is if they're gonna have to fight through these games and and Malkin, Crosby, and Fleury are gonna have to be outstanding. Uh, but no, I I think you know the Rangers just have too much and you know I wouldn't be surprised to see a sweep here. You know maybe five or six if the Penguins can put up a fight.
0: Yeah, I completely agree, Eddie. Uh, that's another one that's uh, you know it's going to be a tough uphill battle for the Penguins uh, against that you know Ranger team that's just been on a roll. You know, and, and for those of you that don't know, they did uh, win the President's Trophy as well, which you know we've, we've talked about it and we don't really uh, worry about it too much as far as the Ducks earning it or not, but it just shows you how they've been strong down the stretch, and it's going to be a tough go for uh, Pittsburgh. Um the other other uh, eastern matchup that we have and, and this one's kind of more of in the air Eddie and I have kind of gone back and forth on this one is uh Washington against the Islanders um this one's kind of a tough one you know um Islanders really really done well Kind of slowed up a little bit throughout the season. Um, We've kind of gone back and forth on this one. And uh, I think Eddie and I agree that it's going to go far. But, uh, you know, I think the Islanders might be able to pull this one out. But if they do, it's going to be in seven games. Uh, I know, Eddie, you kind of have a little different take. Uh, What do you think uh, with Washington?
1: Yeah, I know. I I think, like you said, it's going to be a close series. Um, You you look at offense, both teams are pretty much the same. You know, you've got Ovechkin, Tavares. Uh, Backstrom and you know and, and then some good depth guys throughout the lineup for both teams and you look on defense, Yonder's been a lot better this year defensively adding Boycek and Letty. Um if Haminick comes back that's gonna be a big key for them. They're gonna need him if they're gonna go far and you know adding Niskanen and Orpik for, for the Capitals has been a big thing for them and, and Mike Green obviously being back there as well. And then you look in goal and they're pretty much in the same situation. Holpys have been outstanding for them this year and, and halak has been great uh for the Islanders. So they they're pretty much so, you know, identical teams. I think they're equal in, in all their their positions. I just think, you know, I think the goal scoring and the, and, and the special teams that, um, the, the Washington Capitals have, and and just the you know, I think Colby is going to be hotter coming into the playoffs, and uh, I like the coaching of um of Barry Trotz behind the bench for for Washington, and, and you know how he's made this team better defensively. You know that was the big issue they've had, uh, for for so many seasons. We talked about Ovechkin and Backstrom being so good, but this team not being able to you know, get back and play defensively. You know, we, we all know that video of, of Ovi coming back on the back check, just kind of, you know, lackluster skating, and, and they get a goal. So I, I think that's been the big change for them this season. But, you know, like you said, um, it's going to be a, a, a tight series, you know, six or seven games, you know, pr- pretty much it's going to go to seven. And, you know, the the the, ga- the game changers are going to be Tavares and Ovechkin and you know, the goaltenders, you know, the big hitters, if they, if they can get going – uh, they're going to be some high-scoring games, and and it's going to go you know, probably a couple of games in OT as well.
0: Yeah, I think this series, probably out of all the series concluding the West, is probably going to be one of the most entertaining. Eddie, like you said, I, I think it's going to be you know high-scoring. Uh, of course you've got Ovechkin in there you know who's always entertaining and taking it to the net and getting goals along with Backstrom helping him out as as you said and uh, Tavares as well I mean it, it may be one of those uh, you know run and gun up and down type games I mean this this series would probably uh, be extremely entertaining to
1: watch um, and I don't think any of these games are going to be boring that's for sure Eddie no no you're right and, and you know the Capitals if you look at the season series too they, they won two or four games and uh, with two of them going into overtime, and I believe there the most of them being close games, except for one. You know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be an interesting thing. You know, Tavares almost winning the Art Ross, and obviously Ovechkin winning the the Maurice Sarre Trophy. It's gonna be a uh, two heavy hitters going against each other.
0: So now we shift gears, uh, go back to the uh, the Western Conference, and uh, we'll start off with uh, St. Louis and Minnesota. Uh, you know, the big story in this one, uh, Eddie, is due. Um, you know, and the role that Minnesota has taken uh, down the stretch. This this series is kind of a, almost like a mirror of the uh, Montreal Ottawa series, if you will, because you know a lot of experts are picking Minnesota to do well on this one if they can ride the back of uh, Dubnyk in this.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like you said, it's 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 like the Montreal series, and, and and you know, other than the fact that uh, the 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 Blues also have a goalie situation on on their hands too. If um, you know, it looks like Elliott's going to start, and we obviously know Dubnyk's going to start for them, and. Um, and, you know, both teams are pretty strong. They've got some guys rolling for them in and, and Parise and Vanek for the Wild, and, and Teresanko, Schwartz, and you know, Bacchus, and, and some other guys for the, for the Blues as well. And, you know, the Blue Lines are pretty good, too. Pierre Schattenkirk for the Blues, and, and Suter, uh for the Wild. So I think it comes down to goaltending. And I, I just, you know, as much as I like in the story that Devin Dudman has, and, you know, going 28, 9, and 3 since he uh, made his debut in, in Minnesota. I just, I just don't see them doing He started so many games in a row for the Wild, and, you know, them the, the Blues being able to, to rotate goalies, Jake Allen and, and and Brian Elliott where necessary, and I just think the Blues are, are just a built as a better team. I think, you know, adding the scoring they've had with Tarasenko making a step up this season and, and Jaden Swartz, and, you know, they're, they're kind of built in a, in a similar way to the Blackhawks, and I think, you know, if Brian Elliott can have a, a good playoff, they're, they're poised for a long run. No, and the Minnesota could scrape this out too. I think it all comes down to Devin Dubnik though because you, know, you look how they played before he joined the team and, and they were struggling and you know, a lot of people didn't think they were going to make the playoffs. So um, It's going to be a tight series and I think it, all, it, it really all comes down to the play of Devin Dubnik to decide who's going to win this series.
0: I agree with you, Eddie. I think the offense, especially on the Blues, has been, you know, so much better this uh, season with, you know, Tarasenko has, you know, been tearing it up. Uh, You know, we've had the, uh, the guys on from the Blues podcast. We've talked to them as well with the offense, and they're really impressed with this guy as well, as you said, Schwartz. Um, you know, Backus, Oshie, uh, you know, there's just a lot of offensive weapons there for St. Louis. So, I mean, I I think Minnesota's going to definitely put up a fight. I don't think it's going to be an easy series, but I I still have the Blues winning this one, uh, 6 or 7, Eddie.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like you said, it's going to be a tight series, and it all comes down to timely goals and timely saves, and you you look at what team team has the more game changers, and I I think it comes down to, to St. Louis for sure.
0: You know, and then we move to the next uh, series, which is kind of interesting. We've got to Nashville and Chicago, and uh, originally I had picked Nashville to win this series, but we got news today that Patrick Kane is skating in practice. So we don't know for sure, but there's a good chance that Kane may be playing in round one and not in round two or three, like originally projected. And if Kane comes back, along with the addition of Bermette, and all the other weapons that Chicago has, coupled with you know the Predators not doing as well, because you remember they were the Ducks' rival for a while there for the um, first seed, and then they kind of faltered and St. Louis took over that spot in their division. Um, if King comes back and he's healthy... Um, I I think Chicago is really going to take it to to Nashville. I mean, I don't think they're going to beat them in four or five games, but I I think they're going to beat them, Eddie.
1: Yeah, and you know both both teams have have struggled coming to the playoffs. Nashville's lost three in a row, and and Chicago's lost four going in. But you know I think Nashville's just slumped off since the beginning. You know Forsberg hasn't been able to score as much. That line hasn't been able to get going. renee has been okay, but. You know their 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 away form really is scary for them. They've only they're only 19 16, and and six on the road while being twenty eight nine and four at home. And you know their home record really saved them and, and, and helped them get to the record that they're at. But I think you know Kane skating and, and you know not just skating at practice, skating with a no uh with a full contact uh, jersey on, so he's able to take contact and take hits. I think is is big for the Blackhawks having being able to have him close to being back. You know he's taking slap shots. He's He's been able to move a little bit better. And you know, I think if he gets back, that's a huge thing. You know, I, I still had Chicago before he came back. I thought, you know, even if they go down, they're going to rush him back. And, you know, he's an elite player, so he's going to still play well either way. But if he's completely healthy, you know, you should watch out for the Blackhawks, especially if, if National can't get scoring. You know, Crawford has been, you know, I've criticized him before, but he's, he's proven that he's a, he's a capable goaltender, he's a good goaltender. And, um, you know, Renee obviously was one of the best this, this season, but I think, you know, if, if, uh, if Kane can come back, the Blackhawks are going to be scary and we might be seeing them, uh, in the, in the Western conference final, if we can make it that far.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, it, it really, if Kane comes back, there's so much more pressure now on the predators, blue line and the Pecorini to stop them. It's, it's going to be tough. Um, uh, I, I think Chicago would probably take them out in six games. Um, But, I mean, you know, things, we'll see. We'll see. We'll get more, you know, more updates. We'll obviously have a podcast next week, too, in the middle of the Duck Jet series. we'll talk about what's going on and update everybody as well and all that information. So, we'll see. But as of now, if Kane's in, that's what we're going with. Um, The other uh, matchup, uh, this one is kind of a a similar one to the Capitals Islanders. It's uh, vancouver against the calgary flames another one that could be high scoring eddie and it's also another one that that you and i kind of have a different opinion on i i kind of lean towards calgary the you know the way that uh hillers played down the stretch and the offensive production that uh, the flames have had uh, you know even though obviously um uh Gi- giordano being injured you know that that's going to hamper uh Calgary a little bit in this one um, but but again this is a one just like the Islanders in Washington that you know this could go six or seven games too Eddie.
1: Oh yeah and I, I think nobody would be surprised if it does I you know, I think we'd be more surprised if it only goes five or, or somebody gets a sweep but well the Flames obviously making that big push and, and grabbing the playoff spot beating the Kings was, was big for them and you know they would won three going in until losing to Winnipeg on the last day and, and, and Vancouver's coming in and they've won three in a row and then they look to be hot going to the playoffs. I just think you got to give the slight edge to, uh, to the the Vancouver Canucks. You know, they've got experienced guys coming in for Bada, and and the two, the Sedin brothers, BX, uh, You know, Miller b- being in the playoffs before, and you know, even if Wax starts, Miller's still there, and you know, you've got those two guys. And I think Ramos still hurt, so Hiller's gonna be off the guy for the for the Flames. And you know, they're still without their captain, no Giordano, and 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 the, and this, you know, another thing too is is the Vancouver. Canucks. The power play is pretty similar for both teams, but the penalty kill for the for the Canucks has just been amazing this season. And you know, if you look at the Flames uh, penalty kill in comparison, it, it's it's not too great. And you know, if they if they take too many penalties and, and they allow the Canucks on the power play, they're going to score goals. And I think there's just it's just too much for for the Flames. They'll, they'll be able to fight, and and Hiller will steal them some games. I just think uh, the experience and 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 just the way that the the Canucks can play in the special teams, it's it's going to be Well, a tight series, but I think they're going to pull it out in six or seven.
0: Yeah, and, and, you know, these could be, again, more uh, up and down, north and south type games, high scoring as well. So this is another series that will be entertaining to watch for sure. Um, But, you know, the most entertaining series, of course, is going to be our series uh, for all of you out there that, you know, we want to see the Ducks uh, take down the Jets. Yeah. According to most of the media out there, it uh, looks like uh, we're the underdogs or the underducks Is uh, came up with that hashtag yesterday, Eddie. Uh, looks like most people are picking the Jets in six or seven. What, what is your take on that?
1: <laughs> yeah, like I've, I've seen a, a lot coming up from the, the media, especially here in Canada um, in the last few days that you know a lot of people are picking the Jets to, to bump off the Ducks, you know, citing our, our apparent goalie issues and not being able to choose between Anderson and Gibson and I uh, you know it I, I don't see it. I I you know I I get it the Jets are a good team and you know they they did only get to the playoffs because Calgary beat um the Jet I mean the Kings so you have to remember that too they 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 were fighting to get in the playoffs but they benefited from some other teams as well and uh, Matthew Pro was still hurt not sure if he's gonna play in game one but you know they're a strong team um they they're pretty much even with us on in in many categories as well so. But I think it comes down to them. Is, is they have just as as many goalie issues as apparently we do as well. Pavlik is yeah, he's been playing good going to the stretch. He's gonna get the start, but you know, there's we've seen it from Pavlik before. He can be really hot for a while and then right, he'll just turn it off and and he won't be able to turn it back on again. And then they've got to go to a guy like Hutchinson. And you know, I don't think there's any issue in goaltending for us if if you know they were saying this last shoot with Hiller and Anderson too and and having Gibson there as well as who we're gonna choose, but. It's it's hard to have an issue when you can choose between two goaltenders with the quality of Anderson and Gibson. You know, I I think it's a good decision to have two great goaltenders not to choose between them. Obviously, we want one guy to start and take us to the playoffs, and we're pretty sure it's going to be Anderson now with with Gibson going down with a minor injury. But you know, I, I don't see it in, in how the Jets have a huge advantage over the Ducks. I think we've we built their team, you know, too well down the middle with Getzlaff and, and and Kessler, and then you know having guys like Perry and, and Silverberg, Cognano, Sekach, Raquel, you know, guys to fill up the rest of the roster. I think we have too much depth, and you know, it, it really should be an easy series. I, I have the Ducks in five, and I'm not trying to sound too confident, but I, I just don't think the Jets can do it.
0: Yeah, I agree. You know, we'll we'll break this down for everybody too uh, on each area. But uh, just to recap, we played the Jets this year three times. Beat them all three times: um, one time in regulation, one time in overtime, and, and one time in uh, shootout. Um, so we've been able to get it done. Obviously, some of the games have been close, so I, I don't think we're going to be blowing them out. Um, you know, especially the Ducks. Uh, you know, we've played in forty-one uh, one-goal games, and we've won thirty-three of those. So that's huge. Um, and we have one of the best winning percentages in the league uh, when going into the third period with a lead. Uh, we've only lost a couple games um, after when that's happened. So, going down the categories here, though, if we if we look at the offense uh, first, and we look at it in terms of goals scored for and against, the Ducks have scored 236 and given up 226. Uh, the Jets have scored 230 and given up 210. Um, when you look at it, you know the big line for the Jets is going to be Lad, uh, Little, and Wheeler. Those guys all uh, 20. Uh, plus scores and they've done a lot of damage um and they've got other guys they've got you know a second line as well that can do some damage but if you look at the two and you, and you compare them eddie i, I give the, the edge to our uh team the ducks as far as offense just because for us uh i think we have four lines that can score and it's and the jets they've got more like two lines so to me the, the jets are going to have to put a lot of pressure on lad little and wheeler and some of the other supporting guys to, to get that that team going um, because if the secondary scoring doesn't come the first two lines for the jets are really going to have to uh, to produce in this series
1: yeah and i think a big key for them is losing matthew perot as well you know if if he's if he can get in that lineup in the first game you know they've got obviously uh, ladd lad little and wheeler on the first line you know shifley and stafford playing well together uh um, and Perreault, Frolik, Tlusti, you know Stamniak. Th- those twelve guys right, th- or those nine guys right there, are pretty solid first three lines and could provide them some, some some scoring. But you know, missing Matthew Pro is going to be big for them. And I think, like you said, if you can shut down that first line, that's going to put a lot of pressure on you know some newbies like my Ma- like Shifley and you know to to produce some scoring for them. And it's going to be tough for them. I I think you know that's the reason we picked up a guy like Kessler to have a second line almost as strong as our first line. And I think, you know, the star power that we possess and, and Getzloff and Perry as well is just going to be too much. You know, I think you have to give the edge to the Ducks with their depth. Uh, it, it's not, maybe not be a, as a wide a, a gap as you would think. um. But I think, uh, you know, the edge definitely has to go to the Ducks for this one.
0: Yeah, and another key tune we talked about this last year in the playoffs, uh, you know, against Dallas and the Kings is the face-offs. And if you look at the Ducks, the Ducks are ranked ninth in the league in face-offs. 51.6%. Jets are 22nd at 48.9%. So that's going to be another huge key for the Ducks offense. I mean, it's going to affect other areas of the game, too. But just in this category that we're talking about, that that's going to be huge, Eddie, especially with the addition of Kessler. Um, and we've seen what he's done, especially down the stretch in these last you know, um, 10, 15 games of the season.
1: Yeah, and you know, Thompson too. Hopefully, he's not injured for too long. I actually haven't heard too much on, on his injury, and, and obviously, leaving the the last game of the season, but you know, he's going to be big. And Getzloff being able to take less faceoffs has, has improved his numbers this year. And you now that's going to be key for us to win those key faceoffs in the offensive and defensive zone. And I think, you know, Perot is one of their better faceoff guys. So if he's not in, that's going to be a huge advantage for us. And Shifley, obviously, being one of the younger players on the team, has ability of the faceoff dot is, isn't as great as it could be and, and Brian little's not a, a wonderful faceoff guy either so uh, I think we definitely got the edge there and that, and that's going to be important we, you know we talked about it all off season and, and all throughout the season how the, the faceoffs are going to be important and you know we're gonna have to see it in, in this first series against Winnipeg
0: all right and, uh shifting gears to the defense now uh, you know the ducks uh, uh, give up uh, 2.7 goals a game and the Jets give up uh 2.49. Uh, So the Jets have a little bit um, better edge there in the defense. Um, They also have some big guys on the blue line. You know, if you forgot, they uh, had Tyler Myers uh, back at the trade deadline, who's obviously helped out. Um, He's been getting not too many goals, but a lot of assists for them. And they're pretty big on the blue line, Eddie. Um, You know, this is one of the areas that uh, I kind of give the edge to the Jets um, just because with the Ducks, you know, some of the issues that they need to figure out is uh, we we have – Enough defensive men, but we got to play the right defensive men. And I think you know where I'm going with this. We need to play the ones that aren't going to turn over the puck in front of the net and cause, you know, bad opportunities for other teams.
1: All right. Yeah. I think uh, everybody knew that you're talking about Stoner there for sure. Um, but, you know, you, you actually might see him draw in in the, in the lineup. You know, obviously. Um, the the size of the 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 Jets blue line is is going to be a problem for us with uh, Myers being six seven and, and Bufflin being around six five and you know Stoner and Dupre are pretty big guys but you know you can see some of them draw and I think preferably we'd all like Dupre and I, I think you know we speak for most fans when we say that and uh, but yeah it's going to be an issue the the size of this team is going to be an issue especially on the blue line you know is a big guy Myers uh, Bufflin and, and I think we got some things to work out to to say we have an advantage on them. It's it's kinda hard, you know. I, I think in depth and in the quality of all six of our defensemen, I think we have an advantage. You know, they've got Mark Stewart and, and Ben Chariot and, and Tobias Enstrom, you know, kinda routing out their pairing and you know, I, I prefer our six to theirs, but I think the size and just how they've been playing of as of late compared to our defense and obviously, you know, the the goals against that um that we have compared to theirs is has been obviously worse. So I think you know you got to give a slight edge to to the Jets. But if we can get our things going together, we've definitely got enough quality to to trump them in that category.
0: Yeah, and I and I think that kind of goes into our next category too, Eddie. Is you know special teams play because if you look at the special teams play for both teams on the penalty kill, it's very very similar. The the Jets are eighty one point eight percent and we're a flat eighty one percent. So the penalty kill is very even. Um, when we get to the power play, um, you know, the Jets are at 17.8% and the Ducks are at 157 with, you know, the, obviously the last uh, month or so we really kind of went down. Uh, you know, having Sam and being hurt, being out didn't help. Uh, now that he's back, um, I think that's part of the key too for the Ducks' defense is if we can get Botnin and Wisniewski really going on the power play, then uh, we could kind of turn some things around and, and maybe do a little bit better on the special teams because if we don't, then again, this is another area that I, I probably have to give a slight edge. Uh, you know, it's it's not a big difference, but I have to give a slight edge to the Jets on the special teams. Uh, you know, unless we can really get the power play going.
1: I think though, is is the problem we haven't had the power play going is, is because we haven't had as many power plays. You know, we're we're near the bottom and, and penalties drawn and and having the amount of power plays that you know opportunities that we need. And then you look at the matchup, and I think this could have been a, a more, you know, perfect matchup to get the power play going because Winnipeg's allows the most power play opportunities in the league. So I think if that continues in the playoffs, we might see more opportunities on the power play. And you know, if we've got the, we've always said that we've got the quality on the power play. We just need the chances to get and, and get the get it going, get it hot. And I think this is a team. That if we can get enough power play opportunities, obviously they allow the most in the league. We can get the guys like Getzlaff and Perry and Kessler and Wisniewski, Botton, and those guys going on the power play, and I think it would be good. And you know, I think the only thing we have to worry about is is our penalty kill. And obviously we're among the league leaders in time shorthanded, and and that's the same with the Jets. And I think we're gonna have to limit that. And you know, it's not like they're great on the power play, but the Jets are still pretty good on the power play, about the same as us. So. You know, I think, you know, if we can limit our times being shorthanded, but, you know, we're going against one of the teams who allows, you know, the team who allows the most power play opportunities in the league. So I think we might actually see a power play jump up. And, you know, that's going to be a real series changer. It definitely is is the special teams.
0: Yeah, I, and I agree with you too. I mean, that's the one thing that a lot of people, you know, a lot of fans have been harping on is, is the lack of power plays that the Ducks get and, you know, the, and the lack of basically calls that we get from the refs. And we see it, everyone else sees it, you know, um, I, I can't really explain it, but, I mean, that's just the way it's been. But you're right. The Jets do give up a lot more power play opportunities. So for them, they're going to have to limit those chances. If, if we get a lot more um, opportunities, then, you know, I, w- I would give the edge back to the Ducks on this. But uh, we got to get those chances. And, and, you know, a big part of that comes from getting down low, getting in the dirty areas, doing what we got to do in front of the net, you know, putting Maroon and Jackman in front, battling it out, and uh, basically wearing down the other team on the four check and, and making them take, you know, silly penalties uh, or, you know, tired penalties, Eddie. That's what I think uh, is, is, you know, that's just a big part of, of the game in general for us uh, going into the playoffs.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. And, you know, look at, you want to say and figure out who's going to win and, and what it's going to take for them to win. And I think, you know, for the, for the ducks to win, I think they're going to have to continue playing that four checking style and, and just, you know, compete physically with, with the, the jets and, you know, the, a reason why the Jets and I guess you could say the Ducks as well have been penalized so many times this season is their high intensity physical style You know has put them in penalty trouble for most of the season and I think if you know, the Ducks can match or, or better the Jets in, in that style and I think that's going to be key for us as well and I think you know, it comes down to goaltending for both teams as well. We talked about this, you know, at the beginning of this little re- review here, and how they've said that the Ducks have an issue to to work out. And I think we all know Anderson's probably going to start, and and they've got Pavlik going in too, and he's been playing hot, but you know, he he's been streaky at times. And if if he if if he gets in a couple goals early, and his confidence is gone, that could that could be the series right there in Game One. So I think you know the key for the Jets is is going to be Pavlik, and and really if, if he can continue his streak into the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I completely agree on that, Eddie. And I, you know, this one, as far as the bullies go, I give the advantage completely to the Ducks. Um, I think Anderson's ready to go. Uh, some of you know I saw him at practice, and he was. We were joking around. Uh, uh, me and my other buddy uh, David, we were joking around with him with, you know, his um, that new mentality. You know, he got back his uh, his focus and his mental toughness and. Uh, if you've seen the way that he's played uh, in the last couple weeks, um, you know he had a couple losses in there, but but most of the way that he's played has been pretty phenomenal down the stretch. Um, the numbers are pretty similar between the two goalies. I mean, Anderson's got a 2.38 goals against and a 9.14 uh, save percentage. Uh, Pavlik's got a 2.28 and a 9.20 save percentage. So the numbers are pretty even. Um, uh, Anderson though, obviously he's got more wins. He's got 33 wins. Fabric's got 22. Uh, and Anderson doesn't have a confidence issue, issue at all. I can tell you that right now. Um, he's been back and he's been on it. Um, and, um, he's going to be the guy. I mean, uh, you, you, you all know I like Gibson too, but obviously with the hand injury, what's happened with him, uh, we heard he should be back and ready for game one or two. Uh, hopefully I'll get some more updates. I'm going to go to practice, uh, this week too and see, see what I can find out. But, uh, Anderson's going to be the guy. And I think he's going to be the reason why the Ducks beat the Jets um, in five or six games. I, I really do, Eddie. I, I think the goaltending of Anderson has, has just been outstanding. And uh, it's something that the Ducks uh, aren't going to have to worry about them at all.
1: Yeah, and you know I think something you got to take into account too is is literally Pavlik has never played a playoff game in, in the NHL, and you know really not any since he played in the AHL. He's he hasn't played a playoff game since then, and you know that means Gibson's played more playoff games than Pavlik has, and you know a goalie with a history of of confidence issues like Pavlik, you know I I think it's going to be you, know, you get a, a few past him early, and, and you you could do, derail him, and and it's downhill from there for them, and then they've got a guy. A rookie in Hutchinson, who you got to put in as well, and you know he's never played a game in, in the playoffs either in the NHL. So I think that's what it's really going to come down to. And it's not to say that Anderson and Gibson have a lot of experience in NHL playoffs. Obviously, only last year being the first time they played in in, in the playoffs in the NHL, but they look pretty good. And you so, know, it's not to say the playoffs is a whole new territory for goalies, but I think having playoff experience is is big, especially for a goalie with confidence issues. So I think that's going to be a big big thing going into into this series.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that's going to be a, a difference maker in this one. Um, you know, obviously the other areas we cover too, but uh, I give the edge to the Ducks. I think we both agree that they're, they'll probably pull this one out in five or six games. Um, the the other the other key to this that's uh, kind of not really in a category, but it's it's something you and I have talked about um, is if the Ducks get up, you know, three games to one or three games to two, they gotta nail the Jets down. Take them out, Eddie. We got. We can't not win these closeout games. You know that that killer instinct we talked about. So that's the the probably the biggest key. If we do get to that, you know, three to one, three to two, how, however we get to that um, closeout point, uh, it, try not to go to a game seven and just take them out, Eddie.
1: Yeah, and we got to be strong in the MTS Center as well. You know, it's gonna be the first playoff game there in a while, and they're gonna be rocking. So I think we got to be really, really strong on the road. Obviously, you know, continue to be strong at home, but I think. You know, on the road in an arena like that, it's going to be tough. And, you know, we got to, you know, steal a win or two there and, and, and close this out early if we can. And, you know, it, it's going to be tough. And we, t- we saw this in Dallas last year. We, you get worn out playing six games against a physical team, and this is probably one of the most physical teams um, to, to play in the playoffs. And I think, you know, we got to be careful and not wear ourselves out and not get injured and, you know, be able to play a, you know, a solid round two as well.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that's the other key, too, is uh, not only winning the series, but staying healthy and, and not getting injured. Uh, like you said, we, you know, all the uh, craziness that happened with Dallas last year and, you know, Getzloff getting in all these uh, multiple battles with our favorite players on Dallas. So we got to try to avoid all of that, you know, and I mean obviously we're still going to there's going to be some scrums and things that are going to happen but you got to let the guys like jackman and maroon uh go go into those things you know we can't have our stars getting into fights and, and getting knocked out um you know obviously Perrin gets off we ran into multiple times in that series against dallas so i i think you're right you know let our big guys uh step up and and, and do what they got to do and uh stay healthy and i think you know that'll be the key. And uh, I'm pretty confident, though. I mean, it's it's gonna it's not gonna be an easy series. I don't want anybody thinking that that's what Eddie and I are saying, but I definitely think the Ducks can beat the Jets in five or six, Eddie.
1: Yeah, man. You gotta remember too is is where the Ducks are still the comeback kings this season. They've they've set an NHL record and, and the number of times they've rallied from behind in the third period to win uh, with 18 this season. You know, if if they go down, you know, they're gonna fight in the third period and and, and pull it a win, and I think that's gonna be huge for the Ducks. Uh, in the playoffs as well. So I, I think, you know, that's going to be key for us. And you know, I, I think the, the Ducks are just too deep and too good. And, you know, five games, sixth games should, should be good enough for, for the Ducks to, to win this series.
0: Uh, I completely agree. And, uh, you know, we'll just have to watch the first couple of games and see how things go. We'll come back next week and we'll, we'll analyze, uh, you know, part of the series as we go through and uh, provide updates as well. Um, we also got uh, a contest going on right now. Uh, some of you uh, remember me putting out on Twitter that we had a friend of ours, Devin, that um, donated a ticket uh, in Section 225, the second row from the glass. So the way it's going to work for this contest is I'm just going to have you look up, uh, since it's the playoffs and you know Stanley Cup, have you look up Lord Stanley's birthday. You can go on Google, just type it in. it will come up with his birthday. And then email us at ducksandpucks at usa.com, his birthday, the, uh, the month, the day, and the year. Um, so when you get that and you're hearing this, look it up, email it to us. Um, everybody get their stuff in uh, by, uh, we'll, we'll say, a Wednesday morning at uh, 9 o'clock. That way you guys have today, tomorrow, and, and you know Wednesday to get it in. And then we'll just pick a, a random person. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that uh, somebody can go to the game, maybe someone that hasn't gone before and experience it that close. Uh, I've never sat that close for a playoff game. So uh, I hope someone else, uh, you know, will enjoy the game, obviously, and have a good time. And uh, additionally, we're going to also do a, a bracket challenge, too. Uh, you go to nhl.com, um, create an account if you haven't already, sign on. Um, When you go to make your uh, bracket and you look for the leagues, just type in ducks and pucks, all one word, no spaces. Um, just go uh, in there and join it in. And what we'll do is we'll give away to the winner uh, a couple T-shirts. And uh, I have beanies almost done. So we'll, we'll give the winner uh, probably a couple T-shirts and a beanie. Uh, maybe if I find some other stuff, we'll throw some other stuff in there too. But uh, you can look forward to that. And uh, we'll be back next week. And, and Eddie and I will keep you updated, uh, of course, throughout the week. Thanks for listening.
1: The Anaheim Ducks are the Stanley Cup champion.